Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard. Welcome, Nick. Welcome, Adam, to your own house. <laughs> Thank you. How's things? Very good. Yeah? Excited to talk about this one? Yeah, I am. Yeah? Mostly because I'm not sure where it's going to end up in our stream table. Agreed, normally. I'm not sure how you're going to have taken this one. Right, okay. And I don't think you know how I've taken it. No. So it's going to be interesting. I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I haven't decided how I've taken it yet. <laughs> Fair enough. And I'm, I'm really... in my. Well, we'll get into it and maybe I'll be convinced as we, we go along or I'll make my decision, but I'm not... I'm having trouble envisioning where it sits yeah. amongst agreed our nearly well not nearly complete but it's filling out this this, this, this is stream table for season five this was six episode 16 yeah so there's only nine more yeah getting there season five is nearly like over halfway done yeah madness isn't it crazy <laughs> it really is so this week we watched a film called alaska is a drag sure yeah, it's from 2017, it's a 15, it runs for 1 hour and 23 minutes, and it's currently rated at 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and stars a guy called Martin Al Washington Jr., who plays Leo. Um, he's not really done a lot more since. He was he was billed as introducing. It was introducing, although he does play a bartender in Glass, Okay, apparently, fine. which I've seen. Because, you know, on IMDb, it comes up saying, you may know from. Yeah. It came up as Glass, so I was like, oh. So I checked it out, and he plays a bartender. Oh, there you go. Um, also stars a lady called Maya Washington. No, they're no relation to each other. They've just okay. got the same surname. Um, she plays his sister, who is called Tristan. And finally stars a guy called Matt Dallas, who plays Declan. Um, both of those have never really done a lot. I, I kind of recognised him. Did you? Matt Dallas. Where from? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> and then it turns out he was the lead in a show called Kyle XY, which I vaguely had heard of. From Doesn't ring any bells with a me. A few years ago. Okay. I think it was like some kind of super-powered... Teenager. Right. Okay. Uh, it also turns out he's been in a James Blunt music video. Oh, <laughs> so, so you definitely could, know him then. Could be from there. I know you'd like to memorise them from. Oh, that. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Love a bit of the James Blunt. Written and directed by a lady called Shaz Bennett, who was most famous for being the story editor and staff writer for Bosch, which is Amazon's first ever TV yeah. show. This is also a remake of a short story, short film that she made in 2006, I think. Okay. Starring the same guy. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was it's a 14 minute long short called Alaska is a Drag, starring Martin L. Washington Jr. Excellent. Do you have a one-word review of Alaska is a Drag? Fishy. Fishy? It is a bit fishy. <laughs> I think he might be the smelliest drag queen in the world. <laughs> what do you reckon? I don't think it's just him. No, I, the whole I place must stink. That most of the people he hangs around with probably stink. Just smell of fish. But do you still smell of fish if, you know, do you just get used to it? Plus, it's really fresh. Yeah. Straight from the ocean. Yeah, so we're not it, talking like even smell? rotting, horrible fish. Would it even smell? Yeah, but you're still like slicing and dicing. and Yeah, true. How many times did you get like fish guts thrown at him in this movie? <laughs> but more than once. Several. Several. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, we're getting some exterior shots of a trailer park. We are, indeed. Um, and then an alarm goes off. I've just written, it's the same alarm from Back to the Future. <laughs> good, good spot. <laughs> it's just like that movie is it i they've just it's a bug standard yeah, sound effect isn't it mp3 alarm clock uh, and then we see some fish <laughs> we do that's true so the alarm clock is leo's alarm clock uh, obviously they live in a caravan so it wakes yeah. up tristan as well they seem to share a bed which i thought was a bit weird. are they twins don't think so right okay. she seemed younger do you think okay i think so and their dad's not living with them is he no that we see no they seem to be just the two of them in this yeah. trailer park on their own. Yeah. So, it's not even a trailer park. They're just parked up in a yeah. field, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Leo heads off to work. There's a bit of a voiceover whilst he's on his way there. Yeah, he says, oh, we've, uh, we moved up here 10 years ago because my dad said I needed to toughen up. Yeah. Words to that effect. Yeah. So he's got a job in a fish cannery. Yeah. Um, because it's full of loads of big men. Massive men. Big Alaskan dudes. <laughs> yeah. Scary big boys. Uh, but whilst he's on his way to work, he's kind of dreaming of being an international superstar. He calls himself an international superstar yeah. a lot of times during this. So he daydreams of, yeah, being, being a drag stage, queen. singing, dancing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he gets to work. There's a new guy starting. Um, this is Declan. Yeah. And then we hit straight into the title card, which sure. comes over the top of the film. Leo's job appears to be washing the fish after the fish has been cut up. Yeah, so he's like moving the fillets. So after it's been filleted, yeah, he's kind of washing them down. Yeah, shattering. moving it and yeah, yeah, and all a fish washer. Yeah, and all the, and during all of the work scenes in this, he's always dreaming about being a drag star. Sure, there's, there's cut-in scenes of him dragging. That's right. It's it's him. It's him daydreaming, isn't it? Yeah. Then somebody throws some fish guts at his yeah, face. Inter- that'll interrupt <laughs> your daydream. It will. You don't want that. This is Kyle who works with him. He's the bully. He's the bully. He's the bad boy. Then the end of the the end of the working day arrives. They all knock off. Yeah. And he heads off, and he gets stopped by Kyle and his it's, goons. It, they are literally outside the front door of the factory. Yeah. They're not even like they're not even hiding it from they anybody. Just put their apron, took their aprons off. Yeah. And they just wait for him. Yeah. And they start to attack him a little bit, don't they? Yeah. But he, he's pretty handy. He's really handy. He takes them out. Yeah. He's just like spinning kicks and spinning punches. Some of the editing at this point was not great. Yeah, it's not the fight. The fight scene edits are terrible. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, it, I don't want to sound too harsh on the guy who's who's the what's the actor's name again? Sorry, Washington Junior. <laughs> I've turned my page. Martin Al Washington Junior. But I don't think he's not an action superstar, is he? The fight scenes aren't the forte, but some of the fight choreography was pretty bad. As yeah, well. but it's covered up. It's okay. There's a couple of scenes where he just, all of a sudden, his legs like around somebody's head yeah. and it doesn't, there's no reason for it to have been there. There's one scene where his sister gets in a fight and she, she just appears out of nowhere. She does a flying kick <laughs> off from off camera. Yeah, just out of nowhere. I was like, where the fuck did she come from? Yeah, so they, they, they fight and he eventually takes them all out. Um, Declan's been watching, the, the new guy's Declan. He's been kind of watching this from a distance. Yeah. And he's impressed. He's like, well, oh, I didn't expect you to react like that. Sure. Shall we go for a drink? Uh, but he can't go for a drink because he's got to go and meet his sister because his sister is a cancer patient. Yeah, so she's she's at a chemotherapy session. So he has to go meet her. So he meets her outside the clinic and they kind of strut home. They yeah, they drag they like drag queen walk home. <laughs> yeah, it's it's shot from behind. It's almost their silhouettes as they're walking down. I want to say it's like a disused train track, almost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's well framed, isn't it? So they yeah. strut, they catwalk home basically, don't yeah, they? Basically, they're very they're both like very flamboyant characters and this some of the scenery is really nice in this yeah movie. alaska's beautiful um i do have a bit of a criticism later on where it's clearly just library footage yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the stuff that they're actually in it's nicely shot yeah and it looks pretty alaska's got this real knack of looking pretty but being grim yeah it's a grim place it's always dark and dingy and rainy <laughs> and horrible but it always looks amazing yeah, i think it's probably the only place in the world that you could say that about yeah when they get home somebody has taken the tires from their caravan. And their truck. And their truck. Tristan says, oh, it's probably dad. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> he's, so he's took the tyres. His, his dad appears to have a drinking and gambling habit. And he's gone to the uh, casino. Casino, yeah. And then they we get a bit of a flashback. There's a couple of flashbacks in this. They don't really build to the story very much. No. They're, not, they're kind of unnecessary. But this one is of them getting a flashback from their... They get a postcard from their mum. They're not... appears to have left them. They're not even necessarily 
full flashbacks, no, are they? They're, they're more, more like memories. Mem- yeah, exactly. They're they're him having yeah memories pop into his head. I yeah. guess. And this one's about they, they got a postcard from their mum, who seems to have left them and gone to LA. Sure. And then his sister surprises him because he's been he's he's received a letter and he's been invited to a Miss Drag America competition. Yeah. Even though he has no idea how this has happened because he's never performed. She's applied. She's applied for him, for him but he's never performed for anybody other than her. No. So he was quite surprised by this. Uh, but she sort of says, well, you know, they're, they're not exactly, there aren't entrants. Yeah, there's, there's not a big <laughs> business <laughs> around here. We're in the middle of no, middle of nowhere, Alaska. Nome, Alaska. Nome is, is it. Is. Nice. Yeah. Good name. Um, and then they head off to a bar. Sure. It is the only gay bar in a hundred mile radius, <laughs> according to the, their own uh, their own terminology. And he's in drag. Yeah. She's all doled up as well. Yeah. But they can't get served because the barmaid doesn't want to serve them because they're underage. Yeah. And she said, oh, I had cops near last week. Yeah. That's not. Two minutes later. She serves them. Yeah. Well, they give us some, they say, we've got fake IDs. Do you want to see our fake IDs? And she accepts them as real. There's another guy in there as well who also works at the cannery. He's like the biggest, bariest of all the, he's the canneries. King of the bears. But he's. You don't want bears working at a fish factory. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. Is, all, is he gay? Yeah, is. I think so. I think he's... it's not outright said, but he's definitely flamboyant, isn't yes. he? Yes, out of hours, and he's the only other person in this gay bar. Yeah, but until their dad comes in. Yeah, <laughs> um, he walks in. He's clearly drunk. He's been to the casino, as predicted. Yeah, and he admits that he did take their tires. He does. Yeah, so he's t- taken the tires, sold the tires, gambled the money away, lost the money. Next day, we cut to the next day. The alarm goes off again. Same sound effect, and it oh, has they... to work. They agree. This I'm just just thinking about it now. This is weird because it never happens. Okay. <laughs> but they, there's a whole point here about they convince the bar lady to ha- that they can film his audition in the bar. Yeah. And then we never see. No, because it turns into like a whole do that. drag competition in yeah. the bar later on. I don't. The, the, this is my main criticism of this, which I will get to. That it just doesn't follow anything up. But I think uh, it's how much do you allow it? Because this is the lowest of low budget movies. Yeah. It's like three locations and eight people. Yeah. And is that something that just got left on the cutting room floor? I'm not saying that's an excuse for leaving that line in, but he clearly does say, can we use your bar for my audition? Yeah, they have a whole conversation. He never does an audition. No, he doesn't. Like you say, the competition is just later on in the movie. (laughs) In the same bar. Yeah. So the next day, the alarm goes off again. He gets up, goes to work again. As soon as he gets to work, he gets blindsided by Kyle again. Yeah. Gets, he starts punching him again. And this is the point where his sister jumps in out of nowhere. Yeah, flying kicks Flying him. kicks Kyle to death. Basically takes his head off. And then his boss comes up. His boss is called Diego. Yeah. And he's like... Come did you recognise this guy? I did recognise him. I don't know where from. Uh, so uh, Diego is the head of the cannery. Yeah. Uh, and he is played by Jason Scott Lee. Right. He starred in the... I say early or mid nineties. He was Bruce Lee in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh, okay. I haven't um, seen that. Which was fa- a fairly big movie at the time yeah. it came out. Interesting. I did um, recognise him, but I wasn't he's sure. He's popped up in a, in a couple of other things since. But, cool. Yeah. He he was good in this as well. It was the best I, thing about this. I really liked his character. Yeah, I did. Because he was accepting of everyone. Yeah. He didn't give a the, shit. Actually, this was my best, the, the best bit in the film. I I might have looked away for a second, okay. making notes, <laughs> because I've written. So the boss, Diego, comes out and, and says to Leo, don't put up with this. Yeah. Do something about it. Yeah. And then the next thing I go, I, I've written is, 
Is there a secret boxing gym in the Fist Factory? My my note says here, his boss takes him to a secret boxing gym. <laughs> so I don't think you didn't miss anything. So they're walking through this factory. Yeah. And there's loads of like polythene sheets hanging up. As there would be. As yeah, there would I be, guess. Which they're kind of picking their way through, making their way through this maze of polythene. Yeah. And then suddenly this whole boxing gym opens up in front of and them. And there's like 20 people in yeah, there. Yeah, Kyle's in there, boxing. sparring and sparring there's but gym it's like equipment. nobody knows it exists it's like boxing's illegal and nobody's allowed to know it exists <laughs> yeah i didn't understand it well I, it made me go oh amazing <laughs> and then i thought about it and i was like well, that's a bit weird why is there a secret boxing gym? Yeah. i was like is it a fight club yeah because he, it then says, like it was. he then says oh no yeah come, come and join I, I saw you scrap outside yeah come and have a go uh, there's a but we run a boxing league yeah i'm like oh is this an underground like but it wasn't in the end no, because it was officials and everything. Yeah, it was a proper proper boxing club. Yeah. It's, it's just, just a bit weird, weird how it was hidden away. It's weird how it was like... And yeah, nobody knew it was there. It was hidden from us, the audience, as like, whoa, this massive reveal. <laughs> but then how would Leo not have ever known Exactly, it and it, it gets revealed that Diego's a former professional boxer. Yeah. And how would Diego not have known this? And <laughs> I don't know, he'd worked there for 10 years. Yeah, exactly, why And he now? didn't know this secret boxing gym was there. It was very strange. Um, but it was a good, cool moment when they walked through the was, yeah, polythene. It was, opens up in front of them. It was, like, it was like when the kids walk into the chocolate factory, <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, so he does. Leo has a go at boxing. He's actually quite good. He take he, Diego's like on the pads with him and he's doing all right. Yeah. And Declan's there also because the whole place is there. Everybody's he's, only, there. he's only been there two days. Two days and he knows about it already. <laughs> um, he offers to be Leo's sparring partner. Yeah, he says, I used to box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you look like you've got some potential. Tell you what, I'll be your sparring partner. And Leo says, what's the sparring partner? Which yeah. I thought was quite good. Then they head off to what appears to be some sort of lost property sale from cruise ships. So this is Tristan's <laughs> job. Okay. So she's Leo's sister. Yeah. And she sits... So they're outside. Yeah. On, it's like, it's on almost the like harbour. It's car boot sale, isn't yeah, it? Like and I, I think, yeah, and I think exactly that. So the, when the cruise ships come into town, yeah. they're sort of offloading lost property. And she's selling it on. Are there many cruise ships stopping at Nome, Alaska? Well, you get a lot. It appears to just be a fish cannery. But that's what they're doing. Yeah, so it's it's basically like a like you say a second hand store. Yeah, so that's what she's doing. She's she's taking all this lost property outside. And And the only people that are ever there in the three scenes (laughs) that are set there are her working. Yeah, Leo, who's come to talk to her, and then the bear from the from the gay bar from the cannery trying on. Fox. He picks up a dress at one point, doesn't he? And he tries it on, and Leo gets all annoyed that Tristan's not saved it for him. Yeah. She's like, "You're supposed to save me all the big flowy ball gowns." <laughs> and then he actually says to the big guy, "I didn't catch the big guy's name." He's no. like, "That will not fit you. Give it to me." And he does. And so they're they're basically shopping for ball gowns and drag dresses, aren't they? Yeah. When he gets home later that day, Declan's there waiting for him, or for both of them. It gets revealed that Leo and Kyle used to be friends. Yeah, this is on. one of the flashbacks. Yeah. Isn't it? And then Declan leaves, and there was no reason for him to come over. I thought they watched like a kung fu movie. On that was the later side. on. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. that was the next time he came over for no reason. Uh, yeah, he just leaves. Dec- Leo tells him this story about Kyle being his friend, and then yeah. he's like, "Okay, thanks, bye." And he just goes. <laughs> it was so weird. Then we get a montage. We love a good montage on this show, sure. as we've talked about before. This is a cannery slash drag slash boxing montage. <laughs> Everything's going on all at once, and it ends with Kyle throwing a fish at him again, yeah. or fish guts at him again. This is just your. Standard, yeah, signifying time is passing <laughs> montage. Yeah, they have a bit of a ruckus again, don't they? And a bit of a yeah, bit of handbags at dawn. And um, and then we are back at the gym, back at the boxing gym. 
and there's doing a, there's a bit of sparring going on. Uh, Declan's they're just chatting. Declan's Declan's a strange character, sure, because he's asking Leo all these questions, but he's not. He's interested, actively interested in his lifestyle, isn't he? Yes. So how did you end up here? How did you know? When he's actively you were gay? interested in Leo, but not for the reasons that Leo thinks he is. Yeah. But at the same time, is he? It's it's like a closeted. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird character. Which we never really to, get the answer. No, never for, gets. Answer. But I think I think he's exploring his yes sexuality, but not. He's not experimenting. Uh, yeah, physically. either that or he's very he's, comfortable with his straightness that he can explore his sexuality in that sort of. Yeah, way. but he's he's not exploring it physically, no, is he? He's exploring it mentally. With sort of, he's literally sits him down, and every time he sees Leo, he's like, "Well, how tell does this about, work? Tell me about how your does, life." Yeah. yeah. But I've got next is so so Leo de- daydreams uh, about you know time when him and Kyle were friends. Yes, and then that sort of morphs into a daydream about it's kind of in the montage. The it turns into drag boxing. Yeah, so he's boxing whilst in drag. <laughs> whilst in drag, yeah. Then it re- it gets revealed that he has double booked himself. Of course, because the drag competition is going to be the same night as the boxing match. Yeah. What does he do? I mean. Th- Come on, 365 days a year. Usually there's nothing to do in this town. Literally, they're moaning about there's nothing to do all the way through. And then these two things are happening on, Simultaneously. The, on the same day. <laughs> almost at the same time. But fact. not quite at the same time, <laughs> conveniently. He goes to get his sister from chemo again, but he actually he sits with her this time while yeah. she's having it done. And Hal walks in. Now, sure. Hal's a character. Yeah. Hal is also a cancer patient. He has a hole in his neck, in yeah. his throat, with one of these little talky boxes. Yeah. And he basically just... Keeps warning people off smoking. Yeah, he says, I'll smoke for 50 years. Yeah. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. And he always shows them the hole in his throat to prove to the point, don't smoke. After the chemo, they head home. They have a bit of a dress-up party, Tristan and Leo, in the caravan. Yeah. Uh, and Declan turns up again. Yeah. Um, he's drunk. He's got a hip flask. He's got a hip flask. Uh, and then he leaves again. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. He just turns up. Says talk, hi. Says hi. And then Ask like, a couple right, of questions. And then see goes. you later. It's such. A, it's I think such this a is where thing. they both sort of realise they both have no mums. Yes, I think that's right. That that comes out at that point. The next day, we're back at work. We're back at the fish cannery. Declan and Kyle get into it. They have a bit of a ruckus, don't they? Yeah. Bit of a proper full-on fight, to be fair. To the point where Declan is beating the crap out of Kyle. He is, yeah. And he actually gets fired for it. Diego's like, I don't have that sort of shit in my uh, my place. Yeah, because he, he puts Kyle down and he tells yeah, him he makes stuff. him a mess. Yeah, he does. De- Diego will put up with so much by the looks of it. Yeah, but not that much. You don't want man blood getting in your fish guts, do you? No, I don't want fish blood in it. <laughs> We've now had fish jelly as well. Just oh, to yeah, our, just, add to our list. We've of... got a proper jelly collection going on this year. <laughs> yeah, so Declan gets fired from the job. He's been there only a week. Yeah. Um. After work, work knocks off again. Declan is waiting outside for Leo. Indeed. And Leo's waiting for Tristan. Yeah. So Leo and Tristan, we're going to go off and have some fun together. Declan invites himself along. Yeah. Which Tristan kind of turns her nose up at. A little bit. She's, she's, she's not a big like, fan of this guy. Well, she's... Because he keeps turning up unannounced and then just leaving. Yeah, again. and she's hesitant because Leo's like, he's invading their... Time together. Well, not just their time, but their secret places that they've got around yeah. town, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Because they've got this like little... There's nothing there. It's just a bit of wasteland where yeah, they go with to the with a sofa on, on it. So he, he goes to there. He, they all three of them go there. They're having a bit of a mess around. Yeah. They're all having a drink together. Leo does his best Earth for Kit impression. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> um, they do some dancing, they practice their catwalking, uh, and Declan gets to the point where he's so smashed that they have to carry him home. They do, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, they can't carry him home because they don't know where he lives. No, he won't tell them. <laughs> he won't tell them where he lives. So they take him back to their caravan, put him to sleep on the floor, or put him to bed on the floor, and put him to sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so put that sleep choke him out. Yeah, choke him out. Um, they go off to bed. When they wake up the next morning, they he's gone. They He's left early, and he's not there anymore. Just, uh, just wanted to mention at this point as well, because I think it's happened a couple of times by now. When they're walking through these sort of fields with Alaska in the background, there's you've got all the like dandelions, haven't you? Yeah. That are ready to fly away, I guess. <laughs> and every time they walk through the fields, there's like a little CGI dandelion trail following yeah. them through the... That was quite nice. <laughs> it was, it? yeah. And every t- For what, a cheap effect, it looked, it looked quite nice. nice. What I quite liked as well about a cheap effect was that every time Leo starts performing or struck a pose or struck a pose the northern lights came above him yeah and like shone a light down on him it was like rainbow yeah because it shone it was it was beautiful like it had a rainbow (laughs) above him yeah it did look really nice because the northern lights appear a few times yeah after this after all that Kyle wakes up the next morning Declan wakes up the next morning sorry he goes and gets his job back yeah like the very next day, there was no need for him to be fired. <laughs> that scene was pointless. And, and uh, Diego's like, "Yeah, I'll give him one more chance." Seems like yeah. a hard work. And that work he's still in... pissed. Yeah, he's still he's still pissed because he <laughs> wanders off with Tristan. Um, after that working day, though, Leo spots Declan and Kyle leaving work together. Yeah, as if they're like buddy boys, best mates. Yeah, which froze him completely. Froze him for a loop. It wasn't again. Nothing really comes from this. I no. thought, oh, this is going to be a major plot point. No, they do explain it later on, but yeah. it's just a throw away one-liner. Yeah. Leo heads back to the chemo ward with Tristan. They have another altercation with Hal. It's her last session, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it was. Um, her, her last program session, and she's got to get her results in a few yeah. days. So they go to the bar to celebrate, and when they're at the bar, Declan comes in. Yeah. And Declan's kind of drinking with them again, and Leo asks him outright, he's like, I saw you with Kyle earlier, what the hell were you doing? Yeah. And he says, well, I took Kyle away, because I knew he was waiting for you to beat you up again. Yeah. So I chatted with him and we went for a drink says i apologize for beating him up yeah and said do you want to go for a drink so that it basically saved you from another beating which leo accepted and nothing (laughs) nothing more was ever mentioned from it Um, tristan keeps asking declan at this point if he's gay yes and he won't answer he won't answer she asks him what his story is and if he's gay and and then he says to them well if you're unhappy why don't you just go yeah if you're unhappy with alaska because they they hate alaska yeah she's like why don't you just leave and they kind of they're kind of stuck there, aren't they? They they're kind of under this. They know their mum's not coming back. Yeah, but they also don't know where she is. But that's the excuse that they're giving, isn't it? Yeah, they're hiding behind. Well, if our mum comes back, yeah, where she know, we, how, how she'll will she know, know where to find us? Yeah, exactly. If we leave, where will she go? Where, yeah, how will she find us? And we can't go and find her because we don't know where she is. Yeah. So, Declan says to him, "Look, you need to go and fight because." That'll get you out quicker. If you yeah. fight for Diego, you'll get out of the town quicker. So we get another montage. We get a training montage. Yeah, good good montage. Good this montage was. This was, was the best montage of <laughs> several that were in this movie. Yeah, it was. Kyle starts on, they have a bit more of a, another get set to, don't they? Yeah. And th- No, then they head to Tristan's last chemo sessions. Ah, uh, yes, is, this you're is, right, you're right. This is tri- Tristan's final chemo session. Hal is there. Yes. Um, Leo's dragged up at this point. He's, yeah. uh, he's in he's kind of in drag a little bit, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's put some. They, well, they're putting the makeup on. Yeah, ready for the. They have got and and Leo says to her, oh, look, "We can't we can't spend time talking to Hal today because I've planned today out. We've got By the minute. Yeah, we've so. got this session, 
then we've got the boxing match, then we've got the drag yeah. show. It's now the auditions got we're full on we're, we're just full on in the, the competition. Um but he says I can't we so we haven't got time, we've planned this day by the minute. Yeah. Um but Hal reveals that he used to be a drag queen. Yeah, because he shows him a Polaroid. He shows him a Polaroid of him when he used to be a drag queen, which kind of floors Leo a little bit. He's quite surprised by this. Yeah. I don't think he's ever met another one before. No. Leo is now, because of this, running late for the fight. It, it's weird, and we'll come on to this quite shortly, but how it is presented up to this point as like a delirious, sort of non compass yeah individual, isn't yeah, he? absolutely. It's just, all he does is warn people not to smoke. Yeah. He has the same conversation, and, and Tristan even says earlier on, oh, this guy just asks me the same, <laughs> same thing, thing every, every time we see yeah. it. But then he becomes a character yeah. and is this ex-drag queen. Um, Leo, though, is now running late for his fight. Sure. So he gets there. He's he's flamboyantly dressed for a boxer. I don't, I don't so think he's, he's got his boxing drag. kit on. Yeah. So shorts and vest. But he's also... But he's got his drag makeup on. And a wig. And a wig. He's got his weave in. Yeah. So it's kind of not a bad image. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, but they won't. They they're not happy with this. The, it's kind of Bowie makeup, isn't it? Yeah. Which we'll reveal later on as to why. Was, yeah. <laughs> but they won't let him fight like that. The officials are very much against the it. The tiny little boxing man. <laughs> the official. Yeah. He was tiny. Wasn't he was. He it? It was, was like really, a little gnome really in gnome. <laughs> and he's like, he's stereotypical, isn't he? Pot-bellied white guy. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, is this? Are you even a man? Yeah. He does. He asks like, him out right. It's like. How many women have you seen if you think that, that guy's not a man? <laughs> because he's got guns. Yeah. He's clearly it's a guy. He's just wearing a wig and a bit of makeup. <laughs> so there's a there's a bit of a I thought it was a bit half hearted. Yeah, it was. This scene in the I just wanted to see him get in the ring and they did this half hearted scene of the officials being like, Oh, I don't know if we can let him And all Leo kept saying was, Oh, I've checked the rule book, everything's yeah. fine, I've I've read and the rule book down to so the So they letter. never have a confront uh, sort of there's an opportunity here to sort of empower him a bit more, I think. Yeah. And it just kind of gets skipped Doesn't over. Yeah. yeah. But eventually they relent. They do let him in. They let him in for his fight. Guess who he's fighting? It's Kyle. It's Kyle. How did he not, he not know this? <laughs> don't know. He got into the ring and was like, oh shit, I'm fighting Kyle. Yeah. And how has Diego not sort of said? Oh, by the way, you're fighting Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was all very strange. The match doesn't last very long because Leo knocks him out. Did you not think if we'd have known earlier that it was him as well? We'd have been a bit more invested. Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't. I don't see why that was put aside for the surprise factor. I think it was only him because they didn't want to pay any more actors. Well, fine, <laughs> like, I, I can <laughs> accept that. It's low budget, but I think there's more drama in knowing the who the fight that is. that's who he's going to fight yeah, his rather than us being there. surprised. Oh, look who he's up against. Yeah, no, you're right, and he could have reacted to that a lot more. Yeah, like, do I drag up with Kyle and whatever? I don't know. It's very strange, but he knocks him out pretty quickly. Yeah, first round. Yeah, they're all celebrating. They're all jumping around. Leo kind of gets lost in the moment a little bit. Yeah. And lays a smacker lay, on Declan. Lays a kiss on Declan. Yeah. And Declan instantly punches him. Yeah. Knocks him clean to the floor. Um, and then Leo leaves. He runs away. He's embarrassed. Yeah. But he's got to be somewhere. He's got to be at the drag show. Sure. So he runs away, but he runs straight to the bar where there are now suddenly loads of drag queens. Yeah. Where and have it, all these come from? It is dismissed because uh, the, the bar lady just goes, oh, well, word got out. What? <laughs> to who? Yeah. There's only ever been three people in this bar. It's the, first, it's the only gay bar in a hundred mile radius, and all these there's like ten drag queens. In yeah, there. even Hal's there. He's returning to his drag days. Not only is he there, he's hosting. He's the MC. <laughs> Previously, as I say in this movie, he's been this 
dementia-ridden cancer patient. Yeah. Now he's dragged up and he's hosting this whole evening. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> Where does that come from? <laughs> so we get a bit of a, a drag show montage. Declan shows up before the show starts. Yeah. He kind of apologises. Again, he's not wasting... I'll give this guy some credit. He's not wasting any time with his apologies. No, straight in there. Trying to set things right. Yeah. He's, he apologises. He's like, so I, you took me by surprise. I didn't mean to knock you out. Um, also, Kyle wants a rematch. Of course he does. He got no time in the first round. And then the drag show starts. So we get a drag montage. Um, loads of different drag queens doing what drag queens do. Hal brings up his protege. Yeah. Who is awesome. <laughs> so she's like the best one so far. She's yeah. Clearly head and shoulders above everybody else. He's been training her. Of course. Somehow. Um, which freaks Leo out because he obviously was ex- not expecting any sort of competition at this thing. He was told earlier on there are only two entries. Yeah. You and someone else, some trucker who thinks it's something to do with drag, drag racing. racing yeah. <laughs> who they who does show up at one point and says, where's the drag racing? Yeah. And leaves again. The, the little little joke. So he's freaking out. He's like, I'm, I thought I'd walk this and yeah. I'm now not going to walk this. This girl's amazing. Hell then introduces Leo. Do you want to reveal what Leo's Drag name is? He's Miss Rocky Balboa. Great name. Really funny. Really funny. So he's dressed like a boxer with Bowie makeup yeah. on. Yeah. Perfect. He sings a beautiful song, which is Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. Yeah. Um, he sings that. The place goes wild. Um, everybody's good. really proud of him. It's, it is it's good. Really yeah, good. it is good. Um, place goes wild. Unfortunately, though, he does not win the competition. No. He comes second to Hal's protege who wins. And he's very disappointed with this. He was not expecting to not win it. Um, he always always imagined his life as an international superstar. Her house says to him, you've never performed in front of anyone. Yeah, and you've come second. It's like this a is, proper this is good a achievement. good start for you. Yeah. But he doesn't accept that. Winning second is the first loser, according to how Leo's thinking. Yeah. So he heads back to work. Um, we get a bit of a working montage again. Yeah, back more, to his normal, more time passes. normal day life. More time passes. Uh, he does a bit more boxing training with Declan. Oh, they do. It's quite intense, isn't it? This spa. Yeah. Um, then they talk a bit more about them brothers. Yeah. Uh, and then they do a bit of grapple fucking. They do. Declan says to him, you look good as a girl. And he's like, I'm not a girl, I'm a drag. Yeah. Which I thought was quite a nice little line. He puts on a bit of a, a show for him. They do, Like you say, they wrestle a little bit. And then they eventually kiss. Yeah. Declan kisses him this time. Sure. Unfortunately, they take this exact moment where they kiss for Kyle to walk in. Of course. Um, he freaks out, runs off to get all of his big boy mates. Yeah. Um, and Leo says, look, we need to leave. He'll come back with a lot of people. We need to get out of here. Yeah, Declan's like, oh, fuck him. Let's fight him. You knocked him out in like one minute last night. Yeah. What are you scared of him for? But they do leave. They go to a different bar. They go to a different bar. And it looks like a re- Leo even says this is full of rednecks. Yeah. Of cowboy type bar. Um, whilst they're at this bar, he forgets to go and meet Tristan. Yeah. Who's at a? She's gone to get her results Correct. to find out if her chemotherapy has worked. So this, this, these bar scenes are intercut with Tristan sort of running around town trying to find him because she's like, "Well, this is so out of character for Leo." Yeah, he doesn't. Something's wrong with him. Yeah, she's adamant that he's, he, she. She says later on, "I thought I was going to find you dead in the ditch." Yeah, or something like that. She's not happy that he missed it, but also she's worried about yeah. why he missed it. So they're at this bar. Him and Declan are drinking. Kyle and his goons come in. Sure, out of nowhere. They're how they found them, I don't know. Leo tells Declan that he dreams about him. And then this appears to be another secret gay bar. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kyle starts on Leo again. I, I, Leo, some, one of them says, I can't remember which one, one of them says there's a lot of men in here. Yeah, there's, yeah, he does. Because like, Leo says to Declan, why do you come here? There's no there's no women in it. Yeah. 
And he's like, I just like this bar. Because the bar lady said, oh, the only thing we serve is like beer and whiskey. Yeah. Because he has for a martini, yeah. doesn't he? She's like, not here, mate. So Kyle comes and sits with them, with all his goons, and they they start mouthing off. Yeah. And then a couple of dudes come over and kick Kyle out. Yeah, like this guy. This guy bothering you. Yeah. Get rid, let's get he rid winks of winks at Leo. Yeah. And then they chuck all these goons out. And it turns out this is another secret gay bar. <laughs> so there's two gay bars within a hundred mile radius. So the two owners are gay. Yeah. And the, the bartender is their daughter. Yes. So Leo has been in this town for 10 years. He's very unaware of this town <laughs> because it is full <laughs> sure. of gay people. For sure. <laughs> and drag queens. And full of gay people and drag queens. So they kick him out and they have a bit of a chat with these people, don't they? Yeah. Um, get to know the, the gay couple who own it. And they don't have a chat about how long have you two been together. And yeah. Time, we're not together. Well, Meanwhile, Tristan's like recruited. He's, she's been and found their dad who's yeah. sort of, he's a Jesus sign person, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus sign. He's just <laughs> street one of these guys. Preacher. The street preacher stands out with a sign. And they get, to, somehow they end up at this bar and, and their dad says, whoa, 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 we can't go in there. It's well rough. Yeah, we'll get. We'll get beat up. Yeah. But Tristan doesn't give a shit. No. She's a tough nut. She walks straight in. Obviously, Leo is in there with Declan. They're having, they look like they're having a lot of fun. They're kind of dancing, aren't they? Sure. And she realizes at this point that he hasn't. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just missed this appointment, and she freaks out. She freaks out mainly because she tells him that the chemo hasn't worked. Yeah. And the cancer is still growing. And he he breaks down. They break down together. They have a bit of a hug. He promises he will get her out because she, she says, "I don't want to die in this town." Yeah. And he's like, "We'll help I'm, me get out. I will get you out of it. Don't you worry." Declan and Leo are then at the gym again. And Kyle and his goons jump in there. They they turn back up, don't they? Yes. And Kyle wants to see Declan and Leo fight. He doesn't want to fight him himself. This is my least favourite part of the film. Agreed. It didn't work for me. It's silly. It's unnecessary and silly. So he forces them to fight each other, which eventually they do, but not for very long. Yeah, because the goons are surrounding the ring. Yeah, and Kyle's and sitting Kyle's on a chair in, in the ring. Kyle's got issues, man. Yeah, big style. <laughs> All of these people have got issues. So they do fight a little bit, but then Leo kind of performs. <laughs> yeah. Gets into gets into drag mode at Kyle. And then and Diego turns up and is like, get the hell out of my gym. You guys are always just fighting. Yeah. So, and Kyle says, look, me and you... No, Leo. I think Leo calls Kyle out, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he like, says, outside, Outside, one it. on one, let's finish this. So they do. They start scrapping outside. They're basically just rolling around with each other. Yeah. It's not too violent. In the grass. Um. And then they have a bit of a moment together. Yeah. Because these guys used to be friends. Sure. Obviously, something has happened between them. Possibly a bit more. Possibly a bit more. Um, they both, they actually start crying together. They're, they're, yeah. they're kind of lying next to each other, exhausted from their fight. But they're kind of like touching each other. Yeah. Like. So, Leo keeps like. Well, his uh, nipples and stuff. <laughs> Kyle, like, he goes to hold Leo's hand. And yeah. then he sort of like puts his hand on his heart, doesn't he? Sort yeah. of thing. And. Uh, and then there's a, a load of information comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, I suppose, what tries to sit for character development yeah. to try and round some of this stuff off. Because Leo says, oh, Leo says to Kyle, when's your baby due? Yeah. And he's like, like, three weeks. Yeah. So so Leo's stuck in this, well, I presume, we're supposed to believe a relationship he's not necessarily, doesn't yeah. necessarily want to be in because he's not sure of his own, uh, sorry, Kyle, he's not yeah. sure of his own sexuality. And then, uh, but then Leo says to him, "You've got to let me go. You've got. To, yeah. You might be in love with me, but you need to let me go because he clearly is in love with me. Sure. And he beats him up because he's in. Besides, then you're a kid, isn't yeah. it? And you beat, you attack your one you love. Yeah. There's loads of information comes out. It's too little, too late for me. Does that make sense? It's like it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough. It's like I could have done with that earlier. But. Again, why? Why? Why is the 
creative decision been made to have this come as a surprise at the end. Yeah. Uh, and the scene ends with them kind of lying next to each other, holding hands. Yeah. And that's it. We never see Kyle again after that. Because uh, we're coming right up to the end of the film. So we head back to the van. They got their wheels back. Yeah, Dad's brought Dad, the tyres back. Dad brings the wheels back. Um, I don't know how he doesn't explain how he got them <laughs> no. or how he got them back, but he does. Um, he also tells them that he used to send the postcards from their mother. Yeah. So they're in, under this impression that their mum is happy, alive, and living in Los Angeles because he used to send them postcards from her when he was a kid. Sure. They now have no idea if she's even alive. Correct. Because they've not heard from her since they were children. Which kind of breaks Tristan a little bit. She kind of storms off in the end, doesn't she? Well, they're already preparing to leave, yeah. aren't they? And their dad drops this bombshell. bombshell on them. And then we cut to the next day and they are leaving. The car's all been packed up. The three of them are leaving. Declan, Tristan and yeah. Leah were all going together. Um, they get in their truck. I did get a bit of an unintentional laugh here because Diego comes over and he's like, I just came to say goodbye and also here's my son. <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> I'm just introducing you to my son. All right, have a good life. See you later. <laughs> You've worked for me for 10 years. Here's this son who's about five, maybe a bit more, seven. <laughs> it was very strange. It almost made it like he's going to be the next big drag superstar <laughs> and you're his inspiration. It was a really weird film, a uh, shot of the film. And we're kind of done. They, we get some nice, beautiful library shots. There's of a lot of padding. It, it is clearly... Because the, the quality of all these library shots really varies. Yeah. So <laughs> It does. They're not all shot the same. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's definite padding. There's but... a real juxtaposition of Alaska is beautiful. However, all of these people hate Alaska. <laughs> and this is what this film is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because they, they stop at the state border. They stop at the, uh, the sign that says, you are now leaving Alaska. And they start throwing stones at it. Yeah. Because they hate Alaska so much. But sure. we've just been told how beautiful it is. <laughs> it's a real weird way to end the film. And the film ends with them throwing rocks at this yeah. the, the sign. Oh, and also it's Tristan's birthday. Yes. Because one of the last lines is, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Unimportant fact. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm still not sure. I mean, I liked a lot of it. Yeah. It's slow, but I didn't mind that because it kind of worked with the setting. Yeah. And I love the, I, I really am a fan of the title. I like the <laughs> pun, Alaska is a drag. Yeah. Because it's a drag. A horrible place to live. <laughs> but beautiful. Yeah. And obviously the, the drag queen thing. I liked most of the performances. Yeah. I, I thought Kyle wasn't great. Agreed. Um, I don't think Declan was all that great either, if I'm honest. No. I didn't understand what his character was supposed to be. I, I didn't mind the fact that we just never find out about him, though. It was just a... Yeah. It, but maybe then you did need something no, more. Yeah, there was no meat to his character. He just. But I think I'm being quite forgiving with it because it's so obviously ultra low budget. Incredibly. And the script's not great, but they I think most of them do fine with what they've got. Yeah. Because this, it is our oh, back of a postage stamp budget, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. There's no money in this film. None. And there's there's a germ of a good there is a good there's a good idea in here there's a reasonable story it's just not quite got uh, my the main, backing it needs yeah. for it I guess my main criticism of it is it doesn't really have any bollocks it, no it doesn't there's no punch to it it's, it tells you it's got this great idea for a story it doesn't do it, it doesn't execute it properly I, think I, I said a couple of times I think there's a couple of lost opportunities to really make this a much more empowering film yeah there's not even any like big flamboyant drag scenes in it no which is what I was really expecting and there isn't there's more boxing in it than there is drag yeah and there's more there's a lot more fish cannery in it than there is drag <laughs> or boxing but 
it, it just, I felt at the end of it, I felt like that could, there's just something not there. It just didn't grab me enough. It, it just seemed to have left me wanting more of it. It did. But equally, I was like, oh, I'm quite interested to see what those three get up to next. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I just, I don't know if it could have done much more on the scale that it's no, operating with. I think That's it, it, the difficult bit. The idea is almost better than the execution through no fault of. Yeah. It's just because the, the, you, clearly the funds and the it's ability a, of, yeah. some, of some of these actors is, is just limited. It is what it is. It's a fantastic idea for a story. It's just, it doesn't quite pull through. Yeah. It doesn't, does, does, doesn't quite make it. It left me feeling empty at the end. And I'm like, just, I don't feel like I needed to see that. And the, and there's a hell of, there is a lot of padding. A lot. There's several montages. There's all the, the library footage we've mentioned. It's only an hour and 20 minutes and you can probably shave 10 minutes off that. Easy. That is just montages and stuff. Uh, so there's, there's not a lot here in terms to get your teeth into. It does feel in some ways like a missed opportunity, but at the same time, I think they've done well with yeah. their resources. I think the main guy, Leo and Tristan, were both brilliant. Yeah, they were good. They really, really told it well. They just didn't seem to have enough to get their teeth into. Yeah. They didn't go into any of the like reasoning behind why he wanted to be a drag queen or yeah. why he was being beat up and accepting that. And and then, and then he didn't ever get to... He only got to perform once as dra- in drag. And it wasn't that I was expecting it to be a lot more flamboyant, and it was just a man on a stage. And it in wasn't a bar. that dark either. So, no. like Leo was a, wasn't in a particularly bad place because he's been through ten years of yeah this you know smelling a fish every day and only never performing in front of anyone. He wasn't. He obviously wasn't happy, but he wasn't. I didn't get across that this character was in the pits of despair. Either. Not at all. He was never in any danger. He he knew he could handle Kyle the whole yeah. time. If we if that first scene where Kyle tries to beat him up, he beat the crap out of him, then you maybe get something more out of it because you know there's some peril there for him and he's in. But you always knew that Leo could take out Kyle and there yeah. was no danger there. And he was always he never re- he never really followed through on what he wanted to be. He yeah. wants to be this international superstar. And he's stuck in this rut, which is fine. But then when he got the chance to be, like, why did he come second in the competition? And then, but then that's just accepted and he just moves on. The whole yeah. thing was building up to this competition. Yeah. It just felt a bit flat. That's, yeah. that's the way I describe it. There's a couple dramatically and narratively, there's some missed opportunities. Very there. much so. Very much so. Which is a shame because it's a great idea. Yeah. And a bit bigger budget, you'd probably get there with it. Yeah, potentially. Cool. I, I still don't know where this is going on the table. <laughs> Nor do I. I've no idea. Do you want to turn the tide on it a little bit first? I think we've probably. Pr- I'd like to give them it. another double the budget and see yeah, what they could do. See what they can do. Get me some flamboyant drag scenes. Get me some proper boxing matches. Because I, I like I say, there's the kernel of some real good sort of some good stuff here. Yeah. It just doesn't quite land it. It needs more budget. It needs it needs twenty minutes longer and more budget and more oomph to it yeah give it some bollocks do to talk stream table yes what sort of area are we looking do you think well it's above the shit list okay so the shit the shit list is the bottom six at the minute it's hungover games temple wounds room 205 after and alien welfare we then move up into the not so bad area where it's happy anniversary tiktok john henry paradise hills and then the top five are good. So you've got Bullethead, Urge, Shadow of the Moon, All My Friends Are Dead, and Disappearance at Clifton Hill. We've got three distinct areas of the stream <laughs> table. Good, mediocre, and bad. Which is good, I suppose. That's what it should be. I think it's in the mediocre section. 
it's somewhere between Paradise Hills and Happy Anniversary. Yeah. So Happy Anniversary is currently ninth. TikTok's eight. John Henry's seven. Paradise Hills is six. Yeah, it's in there. I I can be pretty free and easy with where it goes. In I you, do you want to start us for ten? I think Paradise Hills is better. I think John Henry is probably better. TikTok is somewhere there for me. I'm not sure it quite get. In some ways, I would like it there, but in other ways, I think I'm not sure it's quite got enough to get above Happy Anniversary. Okay. That's interesting. I have barely When Happy any... Anniversary was good. Like, I always remember the, the scenes where... It's, it's the bit that's supposed to have nothing to do with the actual two <laughs> people in it. But like when, when Ben Schwartz is doing all that back and forth with his mate in his garage. Yeah. That was when Happy Anniversary oh, yeah. was at his best. I don't have much memory of Happy Anniversary, I'm not going to lie. So you reckon it's just above the shit list? Oh, that's surprising. I no, no it's, it's a big gap. There's a huge oh, there's gap. There's a huge gap. Yeah, there is. It's between Alien Warfare and Happy Anniversary. There's a massive. I'm, gap. I'm not sure which side it goes. Does it fill that gap or does it go slightly higher? I thought you'd be much more high on this. Generally. No, I, looking at that list, I don't. I don't think I can put it much higher. It's, it's either side of Happy Anniversary. Okay. For me, well, like, was was that kind of what you were thinking? Yeah, or? similar. Yeah, like you say, there's a massive gap between Happy Anniversary and Alien Warfare. It's like huge. Like not even like, like a chasm. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Absolutely. Does it fill that gap? Is it not as good as Happy Anniversary? No, it's it's as it's on it's, the same level. Yeah, should we fill that gap? Yeah. Okay, so it goes in at tenth. But it's it that chasm is still there. I'm surprised. I thought you'd be much more high on this. I I would like to be, but I don't think I think objectively you can't be. Want to pick next week's film? Yes. Yes. I'm not speeding through this, but the battery is about to die. Okay. So. <laughs> what do you want? What are you looking for? I mean, I think I'm open to anything. I, I'm quite happy that this week, just because although there was there were a lot of flaws with Alaska with is a drag, it was so much better than the last couple of weeks. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it really was. So the last couple of weeks we had the hungover game was wounds. Yeah. Yeah, it was a chasm. Do you have an action film? I feel like we've not had an action film for a while. Okay, let's do that. Let's let's that's let's, what I would like. But the randomizer, we would like an action film, please. Let's see what we get. You can press the button, are you ready? Sure. It has picked a film called It's Kind of a Funny Story. Okay. Any ideas? None whatsoever. Okay. According to the synopsis, well, according to IMDb, it's from 2010. It is a 12A and it stars Zach Galifianakis and Emma Roberts. Have we had Emma Roberts before? Yeah, in Paradise Hills. Oh yeah, recently. Um, do you want to know the synopsis? Yes, please. It says, a clinically depressed teenager gets a new start after he checks himself into an adult psychiatric ward. Okay. It's a rom-com. Uh, or a dramatic rom-com. So yeah, go and check out It's Kind of a Funny Story. And uh, in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Check us out, uh, or drop us an email if you want to at bottomofthestream at gmail.com. Or check out the website, which is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, all the good stuff, some merch if you want it. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottomofthestream. Um, on there you'll get early access to episodes bonus episodes which we still need to do some of yes um, nick writes a newsletter every month and if you come in at a certain level you'll get a wild card which means you can pick the film that we watch and we won't use the randomizer that particular week following all that come into the discord check us out on the discord we've got loads of stuff going on in there it's always good fun we have a lot of chats so uh, the link for the discord will be at the bottom of the show notes if you've got a few minutes to spare, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts because we are at all those places. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, any of those places. It really helps the algorithm and helps put our little picture, our little 
uh, thumbnail in front of people's eyes, which ultimately means that we will be in their ears. Agreed. Maybe you could incorporate your review into your next drag show. <laughs> do you do a lot of drag shows? I don't. Maybe we should. We, we may have some listeners who I'm sure we do that as a hobby. Sure if you if you do, let us know. Yeah, love to talk to you. Definitely. Uh, brilliant. I think that's it. Cool. That'll do. Go out and watch. It's kind of a funny story, and we'll come back next week. On Monday with The Wave and on Thursday to talk to you about that particular film. Cheers. Bye.